Most business owners underestimate how important the mental game is in running a successful business. Now, in today's podcast, we're talking about a thinking error that causes a huge amount of stress uh, and overwhelm and how to flip that thinking on its head so you can feel super positive about where your business is heading. Welcome to the Profitable Tradie Podcast, where we talk about hands-on strategies that you can use in your plumbing, electrical, or similar service business to make more money, get some time back, and make your business less reliant on you. Hope you enjoy, and don't forget to follow. Hi, I'm Tony Fraser-Jones, and hanging out today with my sidekick, Phil Smith. Now, Phil's the COO here at Profitable Tradie. So, Phil, I can't wait to get into today's topic, uh, as I think you and I talk about this a lot. We know that it's massively important, and I think this is what separates the uh, the winners from uh, how do we say the um, not winners? Tactful this, response. Yeah, this PC world, uh, and it isn't how hard they work, but I think it's more about how they think about their business and life in general when you know, challenging times come, and yeah, you know, they always do for all of us. So, what are we talking about today, Phil? Mate, we're really talking about victim mentality. Uh, so basically, it's like the tendency for people to blame other people or other things for what's not going right in their life or their business. Uh, so this is super important. Uh, it's something we do come across not just in business, but also in life as well. And we all experience it. Uh, so really, one thing you might find in this podcast is it could be pretty confronting for some of the people listening. Uh, you may even think that you don't do this. Uh, but my experience is that most people do it to either a lesser or a greater extent. It's pretty unavoidable. It's just how we deal with it and how we can move forward. 100%. So today, the uh, the topic, the conversation is really about living above the line and living below the line. And that we'll talk a little bit more about that as we go through because I think it's a really useful tool. Uh, but I've got a story which I think helps with this. You've always got a yeah, story. Uh, I know you love, yeah, love, into it. love the stories, Phil. So... Uh, story goes like this. There was a donkey. He was a very faithful donkey uh, owned by a farmer. And the farmer had a well. And the donkey got a little inquisitive one day, got too close to the well, and he, he ended up falling in. Now, this is a deep well. There's no way the donkey could climb out. The farmer was you know, really upset, went and talked to his neighbors, and they tried to figure a way to get the donkey out. Uh, but, yeah, the donkey is kind of heavy, and it's a long way down. So farmer's a bit heartbroken. And he's like, well, you know, I definitely need to, to fill this this hole in so that we don't have any accidents in the future. So they start shoveling dirt and sand on top of the donkey and something pretty amazing happens. So the donkey just shakes the dirt off and tramples it down and keeps shaking it off and trampling it down until the donkey eventually just walks out. Nice. So basically uh, they, they couldn't fill it in fast enough. The donkey had one up on them. The donkey was pretty smart. and. Cool. Donkey could have done two things, could have uh, laid down and died in there, uh, or just shake the dirt off, stample it down, stample, you know, tramp it down, and and uh, out it comes. And that's, uh, you know, tough times come, right? So we yeah. all have donkey in the well experiences in business. Whether, yeah, whether it's a client doesn't pay or a team member, you know, doesn't perform or we can't find the right people yeah. or, you know, project goes south, this stuff happens. Yeah. to the best of us. Mate, it happens in life too. I 100%. Think. That's the big yeah. thing. You Illness, know, relationship exactly. problems. Economic problems. Economic problems. You yeah. know, lots of things going on around the world at the moment. Political problems. Political Let's problems. Get into we that. get into that one. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, it's easy to point the finger at other things rather than just shaking that metaphorical dirt off and, yeah. and making the best of the situation. So I guess the, 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 the thing today is, you know, it's not that tough stuff doesn't happen, but it's how we actually deal with it that counts definitely and so if we if we deal with it 
like in a victim mentality, we kind of are like poor me, yeah. then um, obviously that's not great because I think that's where as a business owner, we get stuck and we get you know really overwhelmed. Hmm. Uh, so that's tricky and we feel powerless as well. Like if you feel like everything's out of your control, then you feel like you've got no power. And I think that you almost just give up. Definitely, man. Definitely. I mean, I think you feel a lot of things at that point. Like, you're obviously giving up is what you do, but you feel powerless, you feel out of control, and then you start feeling frustrated, you start feeling angry, you start feeling sad, all these like, emotional reactions uh, because you feel like you're unable to do anything about the negative things going on for you. So, yeah, which is, brings me to the topic I'm just thinking about because we're in a, a podcasting studio right now, which is soundproof. <laughs> but um, unfortunately, right next door, they're doing renovations. So you can probably hear drills going off and hammers going. And right now, I'm feeling a little bit below the line. <laughs> well, mate, the easy thing to do here would be to metaphorically uh, lay down and die. Just right? quit. Uh, we could just cut it right now. Or yeah. Otherwise, hey, we could uh, yeah, we could continue. and we could Stuff it. Let's just yeah, let's carry just on. on. Yeah, yeah man. why not? So... Yeah. Um, and and when you when you um, you know when you don't take the victim mentality when you live above the line that's where you feel like you're in charge of things, you feel more proactive and you feel positive and you actually you know when you feel like that I think you take a lot more action Definitely. and you actually do stuff that's going to help right. Well, I think you feel like you can right. If you feel like you can take action, you will. And if you do take action, things happen and you do actually start to make some progress. If that donkey never shook the dirt off. Made it never start getting higher yeah. up the well. Yeah, that's good banging next door right now as well. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so yeah, like the the um, let's talk about above and below the line, shall we? Sure, sure, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I think this is um, this important. So uh, maybe just like even in your head, or if you if you're you know, if you're driving, don't do this. But you know, <laughs> you draw a line across the page like a horizontal line, and on top of that line. Um, if you if you think about the word or O A R, so or stands for the O stands for taking ownership, the A stands for being accountable, uh, and what does the R stand for? Responsible. 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 You're responsible. So uh, you basically have an or for you know, steering your own ship, and that's where you, you act as the as the victor. That's where you, you know, take responsibility and and control of your situation. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah, well, I suppose before you take ownership and uh, you know of your situation, you know you can't really do anything about it because you're always waiting for someone else. Uh, obviously, the accountability is, hey, look, I'm the one who's going to have to get this done, and then the responsibility, well, hey, if it is to be, it's up to me. So, yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. yeah, if it's going to be, it's up to me. And there's a a great book that actually both you and I have been talking about recently called Extreme Ownership. Yeah, that's um, right. Who are the authors again? Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. So they're yep. ex Navy SEALs. That's right. Uh, and basically they talk about a bunch of concepts that they found, uh, mainly they're using uh, an example of the Battle of Ramadi over in, um, yeah, over in the Middle East. And basically right. what they're doing is uh, they're talking about all of the things that they learned in the SEALs, which they're able to apply to business. And they have a very successful uh, leadership coaching business now. Um, but it's a great book, really, really good. And the principles in it are super, super applicable both to business and to life. So yeah, definitely. And the, the, the thing there is that you need to take extreme ownership of your results. And that's when you're operating above the line, that's what you do. Yeah. So, you know, anything that goes wrong, what, what could I do differently to stop that happening? That's right. That's right. And I think also it's important to understand, you know, that it does come back to you. So one of the big things with that is, Hey, look, if the apprentice makes a mistake, well, whose responsibility, whose fault is that? Well, maybe it's the tradesman that didn't get him across what he needed to know. Well, so is it the tradesman's fault? Well, no, 
it's the operations manager who didn't have the tradesman working on the right things with his apprentice. What's well, so the ops manager's fault? Well, no, because maybe it's the GM or the CEO that didn't have the ops manager working on the right things with the tradesman to work on the right things with the apprentice. End of the day, it always comes further back up the line and a fish always rots from the head. So you need to understand that everything that happens in your business is in some way or another coming back to you. 100%. I think that, that's huge. So um, if you are operating above the line and you have problems with your team, you know maybe you don't blame yourself. Although, I don't know who else you would blame, but you definitely need to take responsibility for solving it yourself. I think that's the kicker. Yeah, that's it's the like, kicker. end of the day, you know, it's really easy to say, oh, well, I shouldn't blame myself. And like, don't get me wrong, I'm not into self-flagellation yeah, or, yeah. you know, kicking yourself, yourself when you're down. It's not what it's about. But the end of the day is, you can blame other people till you're blue in the face. Often that doesn't make them turn around and do something differently. Whereas if you take that responsibility within yourself, what that means is you've given yourself the responsibility, but also the permission to now make this better. Yeah. Whereas if I just spend all my time pointing the finger, I get a really tired arm and finger, yeah. um, but it doesn't necessarily make other people move. And that time I could have used so much more efficiently making change. Yeah, and I don't know who told me this, someone did years ago, but if you point a finger at someone, you know, there's one pointing towards them and there's three pointing back towards you. Uh, unless you've uh, lost some fingers, well, unless unfortunately. You're a, yeah, unless you're a joiner and you've had some yeah. accidents because I've never met a joiner who isn't missing fingers. But, or uh, an arborist. Yeah, or an arborist. Well, all the joiners out there, I'm feeling you, brothers and sisters. <laughs> I know that fingers are um, optional extra. But anyway, um, so yeah, and, and you're saying that um, the leaders must take responsibility. I think extreme ownership even goes further when the whole team understands it. Then each person in the team, the tradesperson, the ops manager, the apprentice will start to own their that's uh, right their thing, and but they'll it only do that. Down. Yeah, they'll only do that if we, as the business owner, take it hundred percent. Yeah, they um, need to see you do it. I mean, I think one thing I've always found is, you know, for example, let's look at that situation. Apprentice makes a mistake, and how it filtered all the way back up the line. The thing is, is actually like everybody's going to point downwards until they see the person above them take responsibility and at that point it's actually really hard for them to let you take responsibility yep. so if you as the business owner in that situation said hey you know what this is actually my fault because i've actually let go of the oversight to coach my ops manager to do the right things to coach his tradesmen to do the right things to coach their apprentices to do the right things when i start talking like that my ops manager is going to turn around and go hey hang on phil yep. like look honestly man like yeah you could have given a little bit more oversight maybe but honestly i knew i had to do that yeah. Um, so no, nah, it's on me. And then at that point, you know, tradesman goes, Hey, actually ops manager, you know, it's actually on me. You did tell me I had to work on this stuff and I didn't do it. So look, I'm really sorry, mate. But the hard thing is when everyone's finger pointing, everyone else is going to finger point too, because that's what they see. But if everyone takes ownership, everyone else takes ownership because they model the behaviors they see. So, and, and, um, because you get, uh, you know, a culture of ownership, which is what you're looking to, to achieve. And leadership is the, the most important part of any culture. Yeah, plumbing, electrical business, painting type. It doesn't matter what your business is. The principle is exactly the same. So mm. that's sort of above the line. Below the line, if you write the word uh, bed, B-E-D, that's where you blame other people for your problems. You make excuses for your results and you operate in denial. Mm. Now, denial is not a river in Egypt. Like <laughs> You love that joke. I love that joke. It's, <laughs> like, it's a pretty sad dad joke. But anyway, uh, it's a really serious problem. Massive. And yeah. when we operate below the line, we operate as the victim. Yeah. So the victim is um, the person who doesn't take responsibility. And the the way you feel when you're a victim is completely different. You feel defeated, 
you, you feel, you know, you're whiny, you grizzle, uh, and you do nothing to change your situation because it's outside of your control. That's really the kicker. That's what we're getting at here today. Extreme ownership means you actually do something to improve the situation because you are the person responsible for it. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean you can change everything. Mm. Now, there are some things that are more difficult to control than others. Definitely, yeah. But there's always something you can do. And you start with the small things mm. and you'll find as you exercise more control, other things will improve. Yeah. So so below the line, victim, if, you, if you're in that area, uh, life's not going to be that much fun and your business certainly is not going to grow and perform the way you want. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's the, that's the truth, right? Yeah, that's right. And I think the really, really hard thing with this is um, you know, it's like we we're talking about before is, is those behaviors that blame those excuses that denial, it just doesn't serve you, you know, not in any way. It's just a waste of energy. And as you said, Tony, there's always something you can do. So I'd way rather see you guys using that energy that you're currently maybe wasting on those blame, excuses, denial, use that energy on ownership, you know, on accountability and responsibility and on taking action for stuff you can control. I think that's that's, use of your time. Yeah, that's the, the thing because, you know, to operate above the line does take a lot of energy. It takes proactive, motivated energy. But when you operate below the line, you feel rubbish anyway. You feel defeated and that takes a massive amount of energy too. It's just not a proactive energy. So same energy, but one's going to serve you, one's not. Yeah, and I think the big the hard thing here though, guys, is that you get the instant gratification from those negatives. Yeah. It's like peeing yourself to keep warm, right? It works <laughs> for about two minutes. <laughs> Uh, but eventually that goes cold too and now I'm still cold I'm just yeah. covered in piss that's right that's not ideal yeah that's a beautiful mind picture there mate <laughs> um, yeah unless you're wearing a wetsuit when you're diving that, that's yeah well it can help but yeah. anyway I think well, we, we yeah, digress yeah right? let's, let's not pollute the ocean yeah. uh, not that I've ever done that of course uh, <laughs> so I think maybe this you know it might be helpful to talk about some examples here because yeah, I think this has all been sort of theoretical theoretical if you like but yeah. let's say um you, know, you own a business and you're struggling to get your team working well. Or let's say you had a guy who just didn't show up to work. Yeah. Or maybe a team member fell off a ladder and you know, injured themselves and they're off work for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, one approach, like the injury is like, oh, well, poor me, silly, you know, silly fool. What, what, you know, oh, man, I'm tapped out now. Got all this extra work to do. Oh, it's, life sucks and it's hard. Mm. That's a below the line mentality. Massively. Above the line mentality would be like, okay, well, what actually happened? Like, was there some failure with the training? Was there some failure with the education? Was there some failure with the equipment? Is our health and safety good? Uh, who else can I get to fill in? Is there someone, one of the apprentices or more junior team members we can use to as a chance to upskill them? Um, do I actually have enough team members? Should I be looking to, to hire? Because, you know, if you've got a reasonable-sized team, someone's going to be away or, or, or injured at some stage. It has a completely different emotional feeling to it. You yeah, guys, and hey, look, it might not even be something practical. It might be just something you've missed. Like, let's talk about the guys not showing up to work or someone who just, you know, comes late all the time. You know, what have you missed? Is this person unhappy somehow? Is this them doing some kind of subtle dig at you or cry for help? What have you missed? Are you talking to your guys? Do you need to speak to them more often? Check what's going on at home. Why are they, you know, turning up late? Um... You know, one thing I, I find really interesting when we talk about the ownership situation there is, um, you know, I used to play a lot of rugby. Um, we used to punish people coming late for, for training. So for every minute you came late, you had to run one lap around the field as fast as you could. Um, now, anyone who's run all the way around a rugby field, it's not a short distance. So uh, you know, a few minutes sprint. late, it's yeah. pretty, pretty tough. Um, people still came late though, made no difference because end of the day, people pointing the finger at you and you felt like a victim running those laps. 
So what happened is coach actually swapped things around and for every minute you came late, the team did a lap and you sat in the middle and watched. And you know what happened? No one came late ever again. Everybody was 10 to 15 minutes early for every training because the team would take ownership of the team's problem. So even though you came late, it's the team's problem. Uh, and because you're part of the team, you don't want to let anyone down. Um, so it's just a different motivator. And I think it's important to understand those motivators. But to be doing that, what do I need to do? Well, maybe I'm not spending enough time talking to my guys. So there's always something you can do. Yeah. So if you're operating above the line, you're thinking, what can I do to improve this? What can I control? What can I change? And there is always something. Exactly. And if there is nothing, you can change your attitude. That's it. That's the key. Because if you take a positive attitude to it, then uh, the way you feel is completely different. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Another example that I hear about a lot is, oh, look, um, you know, we're getting undercut. Like competitors are just sharpening the pencil and and you know we just can't compete with their price oh you know sky's falling can't win any work you know it's just lowest price wins yeah well that's victim mentality right there yeah it is what can you do differently i mean you can uh market for new clients you can discuss this with the with the um you know with the the um the client perhaps yeah Uh, other options uh you can uh, look at your sales process. Yeah, uh, you can just not even you can choose not to do that work if it's not making you money. Yeah, I can reassess my niche. Am yep. I in the most profitable niche? Am I in a cutthroat niche that fights to the bottom? Uh, yep. Am I getting the best deal from my from my merchants? You yep. know, like, um, am I lacking efficiency on site that could pull me back for some some GP? But the point is, if I just throw my hands up and say, "Oh, it's a dog eat dog market out there, and I can't win work at a good price," you know what? You won't look at all that stuff. That's the key thing. But if you look at it the other way around, you know, as a victor with that OAR mentality above the line, I'm going to look for those other opportunities. And when you look, you often find. Yeah. And that that there is the winner's mindset, isn't it? I think that's the key thing that um, we want to share today is that the winner's mindset is to look above the line and control what you can control. Uh, 100%. It makes you feel completely different. I mean, it even applies to if you're having an argument with your partner and you think they're being unreasonable. Well, I don't know. I mean, in my situation, it's most likely me who's being unreasonable. And how can I actually approach this differently? Yeah. Like I've often heard it said in, in relationships with your significant other, your spouse, your husband, your partner, mm. is, um, you know, if you want something from someone else, you need to give that to them. Yeah. Which is that that's an above the line. It's not always easy, right? No, definitely not. And sometimes, you know, you might come home and you're tired and you've had a hard day and, you know, things are really difficult and all you want is just someone to just help you out a bit, you know, take some of the load off. Um, But if you're only looking at it from your own perspective uh, and you're not looking inwardly at, like, how can I take ownership and responsibility of this situation, what you'll miss is that your wife or partner has also had a hard day. day. They're also looking for someone to lighten the load. They're also looking for some support. But you missed that because you weren't looking for it. Uh, And it's one of those situations. If you're always looking inwards, always looking at how can I take ownership, responsibility, accountability, uh, and keep above the line, then you tend just not to miss those opportunities to do things better. Yep, yep. And the the drill's still going, so we're still <laughs> above the line. We're still going, which is which yeah. is happy days. So I think yeah, the session today is this this podcast is really about understanding that hey, the way you approach your business, the way you think about it, and if you think above the line, then you know you're going to f- have a much better result because you'll be proactive and you'll you'll see the opportunities, you'll take control, your business will grow and scale, and you you'll get more profit and freedom from your business. But if you operate below the line, it's it's like a um, self-fulfilling prophecy that's right 
life you miss feels, the opportunities, you do. Mate. Life yeah, feels yeah. rough and it becomes rough because yeah. you're just focusing inward. Yeah. Well, if you're always looking down, all you see is dirt. 100%. That's exactly, exactly it. So that's a, that's a great way to... Uh, to wrap it, man. I love that. You've been full of uh, gems today. Yeah, mate. These yep. are little yep. Sometimes we have to dig through the dirt to find your gems, but that's yeah. good, bro. Oh, yep. keep yeah, hard, harsh. <laughs> Key thing is, uh, let's think about uh, in your business, where can you you know, change your thinking to think about above line? What, you, what can you control in the difficult situations that's the absolute key to success thanks for listening now if you enjoyed the podcast there's four ways we can help your business number one grab a free copy of my book called the profitable trading and it's at profitabletradybook.com forward slash podcast two join my free facebook group at profitabletrady.com forward slash group three subscribe to my youtube channel just search profitable trading in the youtube search bar or four book a free 15 minute phone call to find out about our coaching programs at profitabletrady.com forward slash podcast call Or if you can't remember any of that, just check out the session notes.